Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's C. Sparky Fiverr, 1250 AMthefan.com. Beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We're expecting four to six inches of snow on Thursday. Can't wait for that. Uh, Ryan Horvat, he is back home from the Super Bowl in Washington, D.C. Uh, and my thanks to Rob Domofsky on Friday filling in uh, for my guy, uh, Ryan Horvat. That was very nice of him. Uh, then we had Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee filling in for him uh, on Monday. So I've had a star-studded uh, fill-ins for Horvat while he's been out. And I have to you know, tell everybody what's wrong with you and why you're not here. So now yeah. that you're back home, you saw your doctor. Give everybody the update of injured Ryan Horvat and what's wrong with you. A whole bunch. Just a whole bunch of wear and tear. You know, I got a... Uh... Got a little uh, issue, like spinal back, just like a hip, like a lingering issue. So I'm just falling apart. Also, I still do have a torn groin, which is no fun. But uh, luckily, I don't think I have to have surgery or anything. But I do have to go to – I'm going to have to go to physical therapy every day at 3 p.m. Well, not every day. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, which absolutely sucks. So, like, right before the show. I I will say this. that Physical therapy is a bigger money drain than anything else you probably could ever do as far as insurance goes. It is – ridiculous as the amount of money you have to pay to get physical therapy yeah the worst part about it for me is i can't work out or do anything and i was uh that, that's how this all went down though they, my doctor funny enough my doctor told me yesterday uh she said you know i don't want to be rude but you're getting a little bit older so the weekend warrior stuff kind of has to calm down a little yep, bit exactly you can do your activities but you can't do all the activities so Probably have to take it easy. I think I, I think I could. I'm still going to play basketball at least twice, three times a Isn't week. Isn't that how this started? What's with basketball with kids I, half I, your age, damn near? I think it's. Uh, I think it's the bike, man, the Peloton. I just. I, I think that, I don't know that that's meant for me. I think. I think my cardio is all going to be swimming and basketball. Anyway, people don't care. We're here to talk Packers. I'm gonna be, hey, you want to hear a funny, uh, cool story though? So. Uh, you know, my son, he's really like, he's nine now. So he's starting to get into sports, obviously. And uh, cool story. So yesterday, uh, but now he's starting to really get into the Green Bay Packers and the history of the Packers loves the Packers. Uh, We're going to the DC defenders game, actually XFL this Sunday night, eight up here, me my wife and my son, we're going to check them out. Uh, But he comes home and he's like, Hey daddy, look what I got at the library. This is last week. Now, unfortunately my son's been out of school. So this book's a little bit overdue. I got an email. I have to return it, but he brought home the uh, the Green oh, Bay Packers, uh, favorite football team. So we get and that's Rodgers on the cover of it, right? It's got look who it's got on the cover. Rodgers, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the guy that you guys have all you guys have all disowned. I've been reading Twitter. How there, nobody wants this guy back. Huh? I no. am the one person that wants Aaron Rodgers. No. back. luckily for you, I got just that person. See, this is the thing. So, like, I was on six seventy the score uh, on Tuesday with. Uh, Bernstein and Holmes, they asked me about the fan base. And I said, I'd say the majority don't want them back. And they're like, well, you mean, you know, the vocal minority. I'm like, no, I mean the majority. Like, forget Twitter for a second. Just me being out and about with talking to people that listen or friends, family. It's hard. You're hard pressed to find anybody that says they want Aaron Rodgers back next year. Like, this is not Brett and Ted Thompson where it was 50-50 and it was a civil war among Packer fans. That's not what this is. Uh, The majority are done with Aaron and want to move on. 
So having said that, I took to Twitter this morning, put up a poll question because I knew we were going to be recording Curtin Long and Horvat was back. I was like, oh, this will give us something uh, fun to talk about. I did not realize it was going to blow up to the extent it's blown up at, but it has, and this will go through uh, till Thursday morning. We'll give you the final results on Friday when we record next Curtin Long. The question is this at Sparky Radio for Packer fans that do not capitalers not want Aaron Rodgers back. Why? Three options. Salary is too high. J Love can do as well. The third option off field distraction. Those were the options that I gave everybody. Now, I, I ask you, Mr. Horvath, mm-hmm. as of right now, uh, as we record this at. 12:35 in the afternoon uh, on Wednesday. What do you think is leading between those three options? Salary too high. Jordan Love can do as well. Off-field distraction. Because the Packers fan base is so toxic, and especially your Twitter followers, I'm going to go with Jordan Love could probably perform just as well as Aaron Rodgers did this season. Uh, yes, that is correct. 45% as of right now, and there's about 600 votes casted. And again, this is going to go through tomorrow morning, but 45% Jordan Love can do as well. 33% say he's just making too much money for what he does. 21% say off-field distraction. Now, let, let's talk about some of the replies I'm getting. And you said you went and checked it out. Uh, option D says, Mike, it's just time. If we're not going to compete for a championship, which I think we're a few years away from doing, it's just time to change direction, rebuild a little bit and see what the next quote era of Packer football can look like. I love Rogers, but it's just time. Uh, another one from Ferd Turgeson. Uh, you forgot one option. It's just time. No quarterback that wants to play uh, into his 40s has started and finished with the same team. Not Favre, not Manning and not even Tom Brady. Jacob Westendorf, D, it's just time. Team can't get from eight and nine to a title team in one offseason, most likely. Find out if love is love is good. If he's not, get the next guy and have extra capital. Those are some of the ones that I saved off of Twitter that said I should have had a fourth one. It's just time. My response to that is this. What the hell does that mean? It's just time. What does that mean? I don't understand. What does that mean? It's just time. So to me, it's it's just time means me and my wife have grown apart. We don't sleep in the same bedroom anymore. We really don't hold hands or kiss anymore. And yes, we're in the same house. And yes, we're still technically married, but we've grown apart and it's time to move on and live our own lives. Okay. That to me, that's it's just time. All right. It's time to get a divorce and move on. Okay, fine. I understand that. Uh, maybe I'm missing something. But the last time I checked, Matt LaFleur has pretty much done damn near anything Aaron Rodgers has wanted him to do. Brian Gutenkunst, the general manager, gave him a gigantic-ass contract last year to make the man happy, to get him to stay here so we don't have to go through the off-season drama every year. This is not a husband and wife not talking and growing apart. This is one side doing everything they can to save a relationship, and the other side going... Tell me you love me some more. I still don't believe me. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. That's not so again, the the it's just time thing. Please, you tell me what the hell it's just time means because it's a lot of my my responses on Twitter. I I think that, you know, what that means is Rogers is coming off a down year. He looks old. He's probably, you know, he's he's not washed. Like he could probably still win another MVP. He might even be able to go to another Super Bowl, but he probably 
needs to be surrounded by a bunch of talent. Like Brady, when he went to Tampa Bay and went from throwing to lacrosse players like Chris Hogan, his final year in New England, to throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, that running game and that defense. So maybe if Rodgers goes to, we'll just throw out the Jets, you know, and he's throwing to all those guys and they have a top five defense, he could still win in this league. But he's probably not good enough like he was 2007, 2008, 2009 to take mediocre teams to 11, 12 win seasons and win the NFC North. So it's just time probably means, well, now you have another year here or you have to commit and kind of figure out what you have in Jordan Love. You did move up in the first round to draft Jordan Love. So you kind of want to see what you have in Jordan Love, especially when you look at the guys you passed on. Like this would have to be the year where you would have to commit to T. Higgins and pay him, but you passed on him. You passed on guys like, you know, Jonathan Taylor, really good players in that draft. So I think people are ready to see what Jordan Love has. People are probably under the impression, I mean, Jordan Love kind of said it himself, where if he's not going to start this year in Green Bay, he'd probably want to play elsewhere. He did just watch Brock Purdy, quarterback the San Francisco 49ers at the NFC Championship game. He's probably thinking, I could do that. You know, he sees Geno Smith and all these other guys, and he's like, I'm a starting quarterback in this league. So you probably have to make the decision. And Rodgers is worth, or worth, well, yeah, but he's due a lot of money. And uh, he gets a little weirder every offseason. Like, I love the guy, but right now he's sitting in a room with no television, no at phone. Some point, at some point, at the end of the week, he's supposed to start it. He hasn't started yet because he's just on McAfee on Tuesday. But Whatever is point, going on there. Doing. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I think he's screwing with people. I don't think he's really doing that. I think now he's like, I have you guys all in the palm of my hand. And I think he kind of gets a kick out of that for some reason because he's bored. I mean, he's a rich, bored, old, alone guy. Like, let's also remember, again – this actually kind of goes back to me having to go see my doctor and my doctor saying to me, Hey, I don't know how to tell you this. You're getting old. Like Rogers is old and he's, I have like a nine year old to keep me sane, like and right. run around constantly. And my wife, like he has Nobody. millions and millions, millions of dollars and he's sitting and he's doing all this awesome stuff. He's no, golf- but that's the problem though. But, but see, that's what you do. Okay. You just said it and then you move forward, but that's just it. Right. And maybe this never happened to you, but it happened to me, right? Okay, you're single, and Leroy Butler always would make fun of me, cold and lonely. Yeah, you got a girlfriend, whatever the case may be, not the same thing as having a family, right? When you have yeah. a family, you always have stuff going on. Like, there's really never a down moment. And if there is, you're so thankful to God that you finally have a, a moment of peace and quiet, right? That That's what it is. This dude is cold and lonely, and it's with his thoughts – and only his thoughts way too damn much, right? So you overthink, you overanalyze, you're constantly in it. So he's trying to find a peace of mind to kind of get everything calmer and so forth. So you do the stuff that he did last offseason. Now we're doing the retreat. You've talked about it. I've talked about it. Nathan Marziano and I have talked about it on the green and growing. Mental health is a big deal. I'm all for it. Do what you got to do to get yourself right. I'm not criticizing Rodgers or whatever. But to your point, if Rodgers had a wife and kids and everything else, he probably wouldn't have time to be worried about all this other stuff because he'd be too busy running around his kids to sporting events or feeding the baby or whatever. Like It's a life-changing thing when you have a family and it's not just you living in some gigantic house all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, but I get why people want to move on from Rogers, right? Down here, people were ready to move on from Rogers. Let's not forget a couple of years ago when they drafted Jordan Love, people were starting their 
start love Twitter handles yeah. then too. And he went and won back to back MVPs and they were a game away from a Super Bowl. And they probably would have beat San Francisco if not for some special teams disasters. And then they definitely beat the Rams at Lambeau Field. So, I mean, that's just how fluky the game is. It's how fluky football is. I uh, want to throw my answer down. I want to keep Aaron Rodgers. I want Rodgers to come back, play one more year and retire a Packer. I get that it's not la la land and that's not the way it goes anymore. So get the best package for him. I don't care about going to the AFC or the NFC, but you know, I read these replies and I was just kind of surprised. Like I, I figured there'd be a couple people in there. Hey, what are you guys crazy? It's Aaron Rodgers, but no, no everybody's ready to move on. No, it, yeah. it's just, that's just not what it is. Uh, let's see. You have to call me Nighthawk. I think that's the guy's thing. Rogers is wildly talented and no one is acknowledging the hits. The defense took with Gary and Stokes missing most of the season, but capital letters Rogers playing hero ball has cost us too often. And I'm ready for a guy who will just play the system. Love has shown. He can do that. Fair. Yeah. No, no it's not. No, it's not. I'll tell you why it's not fair. We don't know what the hell Jordan Love's going to do. You've only seen him a couple quarters here, a game here. You have no idea. That dude's knock was throwing the ball into traffic and making bad decisions at last year. Now, again, he had a bunch of inexperienced wide receivers. His offensive line was completely different than the year previous. So it was not an ideal situation. His junior, he balled out and looked like a rock star. Should have came out then. Either way, we don't know what he's going to look like. We haven't seen him for 17 games to know that, yes, he's not going to make bonehead decisions like Josh Allen. Yes, he's going to make smart decisions, and he's going to run and throw it away and not throw in a double coverage and be able to knows how to read a defense accurately. We don't know this. We're all assuming he's not going to be like this, but we all assumed Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay was not going to end similar to Brett Favre when Aaron Rodgers was a young guy. And here we sit. Here we said same damn thing all over again. We don't know. We have no idea how this is going to go for Jordan Love, right? Well, I'll say this. Like, he gets a couple – he gets a full year, I think. I mean, everybody – I think people think I'm this big Jordan Love hater. I'm not. I just – I like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game. And also, and I'm, you're a right. fan of I'm a fan of the team. I enjoy every Sunday – watching guys like him and Brady. I like, I mean, I don't want Rodgers to go, but I'm also not going to, I think people think like week one, Jordan Love goes out there and throws three picks. I'm going to throw him under the bus. Guy sucks. Absolutely not. There's Rodgers didn't have, he had some, you know, crappy performances himself. So uh, I'm going to be fair, but I think if you expect him to go out there and be perfect, 41 touchdown passes, five picks or do like what Jalen Hurts did this year, uh, or what Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or any of these guys have done year one, year two, I think you're crazy because I think that there's probably going to be some growing pains because he was always going to be a project and he hasn't had a full season. I think, though, the reason I said fair maybe that a comment like he's going to go out there and run the offense is because the biggest difference that I've noticed, a lot of hero ball, like you brought up the junior year at Utah State, he had a better offensive line. He had better running backs. He yes. had better skill position players. I'll defend yes. him there, right? So he was able to play within a system. That last year, that was a crappy team, so he had to play hero ball. So I'll defend him there, kind of like Rodgers this year. Like Rodgers had to play hero ball because he didn't fully trust those kids. He was hurt. He was overcompensating for that. Bakhtiari wasn't out there. The whole team was a mess this year. I'm kind of, I kind of like give Rodgers a pass. Exactly. You know I what agree. I mean? It was yes. hero ball. But with Jordan Love, when he went in there, the difference was this year from what we saw on film, uh, you know, the prior rare, you know, the Kansas City game is all we had on tape. The second half of that Detroit game or the final three quarters, whatever it was the year before, and then preseason. And the biggest difference that I noticed was 
he took what was given to him and he just ran the LaFleur offense and we got a good idea of what that could look like. So that's what I mean. Like when he went out there, he didn't really try to play hero ball. That's how they put 10 points on the board against the Eagles uh, in that game. So I, I get it. I get why people are ready to see Jordan love, but I mean, there's no guarantee he's going to be any good. He could okay. be a complete disaster. Got another one here. L E underscore Joker man five. I don't necessarily know or think love can do better or even as good, but I do think we can get to the promised land with the current quarterback at his current age with his current ability to run the offense and the rest of this roster at that price point. So it is time. I disagree on that too. I feel like I've been brainwashed by, uh, by Ryan Horvath, but this, this listen, you can Go to a Super Bowl with this roster in the mm-hmm. NFC. You absolutely can. It's Philadelphia, right? But Philadelphia's got a bunch of free agents. That team is not going to be the same team. In the division, Minnesota's defense is going to be dramatically different because most of that defense are all going to free agency, and they're not going to be able to replace them. So you got that going on. There's not even a quarterback we're talking about in the NFC South at this point. So don't even worry about any of those teams. The Niners, what are they going to do? Trey Lance? Derek Carr? Like, I mean, I don't know. Derek Carr don't concern me in San Francisco. But, but either way, so we talk about really who is there to go against. There's not much. There's just not. Like, if you come back and Gary's healthy and is Gary and Stokes plays decent and you add a tight end or two in the draft, like Mayer from Notre Dame or whatever, and you come back and add a, maybe an offensive tackle to help on in the line, you can be right there in the conversation, being in a conference championship game with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. telling y'all, it's right there for you with Aaron Rodgers. With Jordan Love, I, I, I'm not going to say they're going to be that good. But with Rodgers, coming off of a bad year where now people are questioning how much he has left and how good he is and all this nonsense, he's going to be motivated. Whether it's with this team or another team, he will play much better next year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is what I've been saying literally since like week, week 15 of the season, though. I was saying this offense is finally starting to click. I want Rodgers back next season. Yep. Figure out what to do with Jordan Love after that, because the NFC, Sparky, how is the NFC getting any better? It's not. Uh, the, the 49ers are starting Trey Lance at quarterback. OK, uh, yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles, maybe the Eagles, they use that Super Bowl loss as motivation. Maybe what happens to the Eagles is what, or, you know, maybe what's happened to way many teams before the Eagles, there's that Super Bowl hangover. And then teams kind of figure out that offense. They figure out ways to stop that offense. AJ Brown is gone. Right. AJ Brown coordinator is gone. That defense is very overrated. Like the Packers put up this version of the Packers hung 30 on that Eagles team. You're telling me they can't beat them in the playoffs. I think that like we went into this season, you know, well, before Devontae got traded, I went into the season. Like, I mean, they were a top four, as far as the betting odds, Super Bowl favorite. Trade away Devontae. People didn't think it was a big deal. I thought it was a huge deal. Now you got guys, though. Christian Watson looks like he's going to be a stud. Romeo Dobbs, you have a high draft pick. Do you want to go with a wide receiver? Do you want the kid from TCU, Johnson? Do you want Smith and the Jigba? I mean, do you want to get a veteran wide receiver? Do you want to fix up the defense? You could do that in this year's draft. You have those picks. That's why I want Rodgers back, because this was a two-year commitment. And you knew last year was going to have to be like, oh, crap, we got to rebuild on the fly, because you know how he is with trust and you knew rookies and Sammy Watkins like I I didn't understand that I mean and I get the options were Sammy Watkins T.Y. Hilton and and uh Julio Jones but I don't know go to Uh, Rodgers and say look dude 
we'll get you DeAndre Hopkins. Restructure your deal. Give us some money to work with here, and we'll make a trade, and we'll go get you D-Hop to play in this offense with you next year to give you a chance to go win a Super Bowl. D-Hop, Watson, and Dobbs. You don't got to draft a damn wide receiver. That's done. Draft yeah. yourself a tight end, and let's go. Well, really quick. I mean, and watch Travis Kelsey in these games. Like that's what Aaron Rodgers has always really lacked. Uh, you know, after Jermichael Finley had that injury, and you know, I know that there was the year with Jared Cook. Yep. The Jimmy Graham experience is, was painful, but he needs a tight end. You get yourself a Michael Mayer. I completely agree. You don't even need a wide receiver because now you have receivers. Get and he didn't he say though that like if I come back and I don't want to go full rebuild, I understand that I'm gonna have to rework my deal out. Thought he yeah. specifically said that. So he if did. you wanted DeAndre Hopkins, I would rather do that because you're not going to draft. If, if, if you don't want to draft another wide receiver, Rodgers isn't going to trust him until week 12, if ever. So go out, get DeAndre Hopkins. He wants out. He's still a top five, top ten receiver in this league when healthy. Uh, and now he's got a chip on his shoulder, right? Because he got suspended last year and didn't have the year that he had before. So he comes over. You have him, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Rodgers, the defense. I mean, the problem with the defense is you're bringing back Joe Barry. The problem with the defense is you're relying on the draft. I don't really know what you could do through free agency, how much money you could spend. You know what I mean? And I want some veterans. Like the Eagles got to the Super Bowl. The Eagles defensive line, they got better against the run when they went out there and acquired guys like Sue. Oh, you know, I mean, Jordan Davis was, was a hell of a rookie, but he was still a rookie. You know right. what I mean? You need – and that's what Green Bay – that's what sucks. Like, why don't – Nobody ever comes and plays here, but that's that's the problem. Like two years ago, three years ago, when you could have had an Odell Beckham Jr., they could never go out and they could never just like bring in those guys, like those veterans that are ring chasing. Um, and you think that they'd be able to with some of these teams they've had, but that's a story for another day. I, I, want to, I completely agree with what you said, though. Like the NFC still stinks. Brady's gone. Why are we rebuilding now? There's there is the next ten years to rebuild and see what you have in Jordan Love and all these future quarterbacks, the Will Levises and Bryce Youngs of the world. Why not go in and try to win one more Super Bowl before you go to rebuild hell? Like, do you think in 80, 88, the Bears thought that they were going to be rebuilding for the next three decades? No, man. I mean, even like some of the like the Jets, the you know the Giants haven't won a Super right. Bowl. In a yeah, yeah. Here's another one. Thurls of beer. He's old. Salary's too high. He doesn't win games late in the season playoffs anymore. Week 18 at home versus Detroit with a chance to make the playoffs. Couldn't get it done. He has regressed, regressed every year since the NFC Championship loss to San Francisco. It's time to move on and get what we can for him. I, I, I like I said, the, the reaction on this tweet at Sparky Radio, you can go vote in the poll or whatever else. Maybe it'll be closed by the time you listen to this, but just look at the comments underneath it. Like it was never this one-sided as it is right now for Aaron Rodgers for that of Brett Favre. Like never, ever, ever was it this one-sided. And I don't know if Aaron Rodgers cares one way or the other what this fan base thinks of him uh, going forward. And I'm sure he could care less one way or the other. Well, he does. But if it's about winning a Super Bowl this is your best option, Aaron Rodgers. This is it. The Green Bay Packers are your best option. All right, let's move on. Uh, topic number two. You have an issue with Aaron Rodgers calling out ESPN's Adam Schefter and NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. And this came up on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday uh, and because there was reports that he was already in his darkness to retreat and so forth. And Rodgers' point, I'm paraphrasing, was pretty much, look, they both do good at their jobs, right? They're both very good at what they do. Uh, but they don't know anything about me. I'm not going to swear. They don't know anything about me. And then he went on to say, 
my inner circle isn't talking to those two guys. And if somebody in my inner circle is talking to those two guys, they're no longer going to be a part of my inner circle going forward. So what he's saying is I've got myself insulated with a bunch of people that I trust aren't going to talk to the media. And I firmly don't believe any one of those guys are talking to the media. And if I find out they are, they're out and I'll move on without them in my life. And I totally believe he would just cut you out of his life and move on. Numerous examples of other people he's cut out of his life. So we, we know that's a thing. Did he have to do it the way he did it? Probably not. Probably didn't have to do it as harsh as he did it. But folks, he's right. I mean, these guys really haven't been right right on him a ton during this whole process. Yeah, I mean, I actually thought that uh, he was pretty nice about the whole thing. He complimented both of them on their job. Like, at the end of the day, that's just, if you're Shefty, if you're Rappaport, I mean, hey, he just said you're good at your job. You do a good job. But I completely agree or kind of understand where he's coming from as well. Like, he has a very uh, small circle, obviously. You know, he's cut people out of his life. Like, Do you, you know said, what's but... funny about this real quick? I just thought of. Yeah. So he says, you don't know anything about me, right? But last week on Pat McAfee, he's like, oh, sounds like there's stuff going on and there, 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 there's some stuff going on in Green Bay and they're talking to some teams or whatever. And I, I don't know anything about that. So he trusts Schefter. Again, same agency. Pointed this out before. He trusts Schefter to say what he's saying. That he believes. But when they say stuff about him, absolutely not. Dead wrong, whatever. I believe everything else they say, but just don't believe what they say about me. But believe what they say about the Packers. Like that that kind of that, that kind of has me sideways a little bit. But what he's saying is, man, he's got a small circle. So if like somebody he trusts is going behind his back to the media, then they're gonna be cut out of his circle. And I, I'm the same way. Like if 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 like you're telling your brother something. Hey, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to re-sign with the company. I'm thinking about doing something else. And he's out there, hey, uh, my brother might be leaving the company. And then, you're, that co- you know, that, that gets out there. Like, that's a bad look. So I get what he's saying. And uh, I really had no issue with it, you know. I, I, I didn't. I thought that he was pretty nice about the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, you had me thinking about the whole Schefter situation. And I'm like, did he really leak that information? So I don't know what to believe. I really, like, I don't because – Rodgers has said is in, that he wants to retire as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and I've always believed that. But what's up now? Like, does he feel like they don't want him back? The fan base doesn't want him back. You said he do, you don't know if he cares what the fan base thinks. He absolutely cares what everybody thinks about him. So um, I didn't really have any issue with any of it, though. All right, let's move on. It's Wednesday. We always do a mock draft every Wednesday. Yeah. We started this a couple of weeks ago. I did my mock draft. We used Pro Football Focus, the – mock draft simulator uh ryan horvath did his last week and then last week i was like dude we should do this like as live as it can be uh during the podcast every week right so we run the mock draft i take my turn uh and ryan will run it every week and tell me who's available or whatever else on his side uh and then next week you know i'll run it and then ryan will you know pick who he wants so i want to do the mock draft today we're only doing three rounds each week it takes too long to do something Mm -hmm. i'm going to do my mock draft today with the understanding that Aaron Rodgers is on the team. They've added no additional picks. We're just playing it straight. So we're picking where they are. That's it. No hocus pocus, no funny antics. But this is with the understanding that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. I just interviewed Jacob Morley uh, from Packer Report, and it'll be up on uh, the 1250 AM, the website or on the Odyssey uh, app coming up on Thursday. Actually, not Thursday, on Friday. Uh, I'll be posting it. And we got into the conversation of do you draft differently 
if Aaron Rodgers is your starting quarterback or if Jordan Love is your starting quarterback, like the players you're looking to acquire in the draft, is it different depending on who the starting quarterback is? You checked out an inter- interview out on Friday. Uh, okay, so let's go. Uh, all right, Ryan Horvath, let's start the draft. Uh, and then once we get to the Packers pick, you can kind of tell me who is available at the Packers selection. This is going to be fun because, again, all my mock drafts I've done have been trades. All the ones Horvath have done, I think, have involved trades as well because you could trade players on there. You can trade Jordan Love. You can trade Aaron Rodgers, the whole deal. Okay, so 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 you're you're drafting today and you're going with no trade for Aaron Rodgers. No trade at all. I'm not trading back. I'm not trading up. I'm only going to make selections where the Packers picks are. So I just need to know from you who's on the board when we get to the Packers pick uh, at their selection. I mean, we all know I want Mayor from Notre Dame. So, but I, I want to see who else is on the board. All of these ones that I've done, Mayor is always there, the tight end from Notre Dame. And normally Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU, is there as well. All right, all right. So what do we got? All right. So no trades, right? No funny business. No funny business. All right. Just simply tell me who's available at, what is it, 15 that they're drafting? So you are up right now at 15. Who's available? Right now you have Quinton Johnson, wide receiver from, from TCU. You have Ven Ness, edge rusher out of Iowa. He's got a oh. lot of love. You got your guy, Brian Breesey, out of Clemson. I like him, though, too, man. Ooh, you got Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Goodness gracious. You have Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Edge rusher. You have Jackson Smith and the Jigba out of Ohio State. Mayor's gone? What's that? Mayor is gone? So, Mayor – no, he's there still, too. He's just way down this list right now. You want Mayor? Now, now, realistically – Hold on. Kincaid has a better draft rating right now out of Utah, and you're probably going to get him later. I just want to throw that out there. Correct. I don't know if Kincaid will make it to the second-round pick. Uh, But this is what I'll say. Realistically, if I was Gutekunst at this point, I'm not going to do it. But I'd trade the hell back. If all these dudes are there, I'd go back like five picks, six picks, move back, get another pick. And then draft somebody because there's so many good players here right now. Now, this is with the understanding that Rodgers is the quarterback coming back this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the understanding. I'm going to take Johnson, the wide receiver, out of TCU at that pick. Joey Porter Jr., defensive back out of uh, Penn State, also on the board. Nice, so you're tall, going, you're, lanky you're defensive going, back. You're going Quentin Johnson. Yeah, because it's Rodgers. It's not love. All right. Because I think tight end is deep enough. I can get a tight end in the second round uh, and come back and get a tight end at that point. And if Rodgers is back, I'm still not resigning Tunyon. I I don't care if he wants me to resign Tunyon or not. I'm not doing it. So we're going to move on from that. But now I've got Johnson, Watson, Dobbs, Toure. I mean, you are set for playmakers at that wide receiver position at this point. All right. We're on to the second round. All right. Pick number 14. Let's see. Uh, you got weird who's there. Let's see. You got Emmanuel Forbes, defensive back out of Mississippi State. No. You got Dewan Jones, tackle out of Ohio State. You got what are you looking for? That might help. Well, you got, keep going. All right. You got Luke Whipler, the center out of Ohio no. State. You got Carl Brooks, edge rusher, bowling green. No. Garrett Williams, the defensive back out of Cuse. You got your guy uh Nick Herbig out of uh Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You got uh, Jameer Gibbs, the uh, the um, running back from. Who's Bama. the highest rated tight end on the board right there? So tight end right now. Let's see. You got right now Sam Laporta from Iowa. Yeah. Darnell Washington, my guy out of Georgia. 
Tucker Kraft out of South Dakota State. Uh, the Josh Wiley kid out of Cincinnati. No, forget it. I'll take I'll take Jones, Dewan Jones out of Ohio State, the offensive uh, tackle, because I can plop him in at right tackle. I now have to worry about right tackle going forward. Yeah, I'm going to start a rookie right tackle. Deal with it. Um, I, I think that's what I'd do. I'd put him at right tackle, leave Bakhtiari at left tackle. So now I got a wide receiver. I got an improvement at right tackle. Uh, I feel good about that uh, going forward. Now again, I didn't get my tight end necessarily. Um, but I still think you can get tight ends later in the draft. I don't think you have to take one this early. All right, so those are my first two picks of this draft. Now we got to get to the third round. Now pickings are going to get slim here uh, as far as what's going to be available. Now remember, day two of the draft, right? Second and third round, and then there's all this lobbying trying to be that first pick in the fourth round or first couple of picks in the fourth round. Always see trade movement going on overnight and going into day three on Saturday when you start off uh, the fourth round of the draft. So, so, so far I got Johnson and Jones. Uh, so what do we got here in the third round, Horvat? All right. So in the third round here, coming up. I love Horvat. Whenever you do mock drafts, he just smiles the whole time. He loves it as much as I do. All right. So, uh, oh, sorry. I forgot to hit. I accidentally hit pause. Okay. So wait a minute. Do they have, they have two first round picks, two second round picks, right? The Packers? Because no. we're at no 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 you're right okay oh, no man. yeah that, okay. that was that was a PFF it, it paused for some reason on the Carolina Panthers oh I got offered a offered a trade all right that was messed up we're not you're taking the, trades round yeah I know round three pick seven all right here we go <clears throat> ooh Eli Ricks defensive back out of Alabama mm. Jalen Wyatt the slot corner out of Tennessee my guy Darnell Washington tight end out of Georgia. Uh, Jordan Battle, the safety out of I Alabama. Like him. I like him a lot. PFF hates him. Ooh. They don't like him at all. Ringo's there, the DB out of Georgia. He shouldn't be there. Christopher Smith, the safety out of Georgia. You know Goot would be going nuts right yep. there. Derek Hall, uh, edge rusher out of Auburn. Uh, Darian Rush, defensive back out of South Carolina. Tank Bigsby, running back out of Auburn. Yeah, I like him too. Okay, stop. That's enough. Um all right, so for me personally, the debate is Washington, who is kind of Mercedes Lewis, um, or do I go or do I go safety, right? And take for me, it's battle out of Alabama. That that's probably where I would lean if I was going to go safety. So it's between kind of those two guys. I can't take Washington, so I guess I would take battle. Uh, but Ringo is there too. Didn't you say he's there? Ringo's there too. You gotta go. You can't. You gotta go battle. Yeah. Like who? Who? Who you got? I mean, Savage can't play the position anymore. Well, you need Do two you new trust, safeties, right? You trust Ford? Yeah, I think you gotta go safety. Yeah. So I'm I, doing. I, it. I'm stepping in here, Brian. Don't lose your damn mind here. <laughs> yeah, I think you go battle. Yeah. So those are the three picks. Again, no trades. That would be the three picks. And again, pro football focus. Every time I draft battle, it's always a C or a C plus. Like it's, they, they do not like battle in the third round. They have not the entire time I've done it. Yeah. It froze up on me right here. You got a uh, C plus for that one. Yeah. So again, you know, it's really how much do you want tight end and how high are you willing to take a tight end? I think that's really what this draft comes down to for the Packers, because if that board looks like it looked like in the first round, you can't take mayor there. You can't. There's too much there ahead of him. You can't take him. Then you move back and then take him. That makes sense. But if what's on the board is there, this is the other thing. 
would they consider going back into the first round by giving up a future one next year to try and add another piece in the first round this year? So essentially come out of this thing with two ones uh, and a two and a three and whatever the case may be. Well, and see, that's the problem with, like, it goes back to who's the quarterback? What's the goal this season? Is this a rebuild, a rebuild on the flyer? Is Aaron Rod- Are you talking like Aaron Rodgers is but, back? Rodgers is the quarterback, but forget that for a second. Because the understanding is Rodgers is probably gone after this year anyhow. But if you were able to come out of this draft with Johnson and Mayer in the first round and add another premier yeah. wide receiver and the top tight end, Regardless if Rodgers plays a year or two or whatever it ends up being, the next quarterback is going to have a loaded cupboard full of weapons on offense. Yeah, and that makes that transition much easier. I'm all for doing that, but I mean, I don't, I don't think that they do that. I don't see them doing that. I think if anything, they're going to do what they always do, and that's move back out. Ay, ay, ay. At some point, just push the chips in and try and load up that offense and outscore people. Well, you now it's all the money on the defense. You might also be inexpensive on offense and try. Look at the Bengals. Look at what they did. I mean, right. that's that's the example right there, right? Load up the wide receiver room, get a good solid running back. They have that and go and, and move forward. Exactly. There you go. All right. We'll be yeah. back on Friday. Another edition of Curtin Long. I'm sure you enjoyed this one. I know I did. And Ryan Horvat as well. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvat. Bet MGM tonight, weeknights. Uh, BetQL Radio Network. If you miss it, we can download the podcast. Listen to him, uh, Nick Ashu, and Trista Crick. Uh, and of course, check me out at 1250 Do the daily interviews throughout the week. You can go back and listen to all of those as they go up each and every day. Also, the Green Growing Podcast, Talking Bucks Basketball. Make sure to check that out as well with Nathan Mars. Deion Bucks super fan uh, and myself. Uh, Ryan Horvath, thank you so much, my friend. Thanks. See you soon.